0: Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of Unplug with Annie. We're continuing the series of Elevation, and today I've got my first duo on the show. Um, they together, Hector and Paul, um, have founded a company called Vibin. And Vibin is first and foremost a mindset shift. They focus on empowering people to reach their full potential by securing a strong foundation based on their own ideals and then building upon it for a unique tailored feel. They provide tools, workshops, and materials for their students to remain connected to the content. And this is a, a kind of transformation and growth and just learning exercises which is beyond the classroom to further encourage their presence within the communities they value and before before founding Vibin, um, they actually compiled 20 years of management and sales experience together, focusing on customer service and talent development, and they really take a personalized approach um, when, they, when they approach any kind of training or workshops. Um, they're based in Arizona, and they're just doing some fabulous work, especially with children, so I'm really thrilled and excited to have them on the show.
1: Hey guys, welcome to Unplug with Annie. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you,
2: thank you, thank you, thank you for you having us.
1: us. <laughs> so I know, I know that um, you know we're, we're all actually part of quite, quite a. A small tribe being the Alchemy tribe, but a lot of my other guests have been from the tribe and I keep talking about it, that the audience will probably be wondering what the hell I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, But uh, Paul and Hector are also part of the Alchemy tribe and that's how we connected and I'm Super excited to have you guys on the Elevation series, and you're the first duo on the Elevation series. Oh, Ooh. nice! Yes. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. So, first and foremost, if you could just tell um the audience a little bit about both of you as individuals and how you decided to come together to form this company called Vibing. Cool.
2: Who go first? I'm probably having two people, right? Who's gonna go first? <laughs> <laughs> Paulo, Paulo uh, I'll start so uh you know a pleasure to be here with you and uh man our story well born and raised in Mexico uh, in Mexico went to college over there been here in the states for 16 17 years um been on uh different like journeys I guess like working wise uh being able to work with great people and learn a lot um and through my work working for a corporate job i find out that my passion was always to help people and i always had that uh, wanted to help or wanted to know about how if somebody else's day was going or how can i impact and make their day a little bit better or how can i uh be able to to assist them in, in some kind of way from like making them smile or if they wanted to talk or anything of like that so i i kind of applied that into my professional life and i was able to really create really cohesive and really strong teams and it's all just on um, based on the people you surround yourself so yeah i mean uh been married for 18 years have wow. two wonderful boys so really cool and i started a company with my brother right here
1: wow okay amazing
2: yeah and i mean uh for me it's uh, a little
3: different journey uh you know going i guess we can go back as to like I was born in Mexico, uh, but I was raised alongside the border here in Organos, Arizona, all my life until I moved to Tucson uh, for college. Uh, and you know, graduated from the University of Arizona. Bear down, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, when I graduated college, I went for architecture. And when I graduated, like that's when the recession hit in 2009. And so, you know, the housing crash and it was just, it was a very difficult landscape to maneuver getting a job, especially in the construction field. And so I uh, decided to go to the corporate route because uh, whatever you can do, you can always apply management skills, like business skills, like back end stuff of like running a business. And so I was like, well, I got to keep learning something, right? If, if, uh, if, and I can apply those same things to like my profession. And I went and worked a corporate job for seven years. Um, uh, I was two years in a management training program and then five years in the sales position.
1: Years. (laughs) And when I was going through a very difficult
3: time in that sales position, um, you know, I went in to just make money but it wasn't really aligned with like, you know, the reason like why I really like got up to like help people. And when I realized that I was helping this one lady and just the pure joy of being able to help her and like guide her through the process um, and helping her make the best decision financially uh, for her family, like I, I, it just like clicked in me, right? Like I realized that, you know, it doesn't have to be a selfish reason to like make a ton of money, but it's like when you add value to other people, um, everything aligns. And so when that mindset of mine shifted alongside doing this with Paul, like starting the company within the, like two, three years ago with Paul, um, like I became the top salesperson uh, in the state of Arizona for, for, uh, for sales. And it was just because I was, I got up every day to help people. I got everybody, I got up every day to, like, provide any value that I could. And that really fulfilled me. Um, and so shifting that mindset and that perspective. And when both Paul and I decided to come together, uh, you know, it really, like, really, really changed the way I thought about things. So,
1: yeah. So the, main, so the main objective of starting the company was essentially then to be able to help people and impact people's lives. So tell yeah. us a bit more about these workshops that you're doing with young people and what the whole program entails.
2: Well, uh, this uh, summer, we actually did our first Vibin uh, certified camp. And it's basically teaching kids on how to have softer skills or soft skills, basically. So we still focus on five topics. One of them is... Uh, knowing their purpose and their why, why they like doing stuff, why they get up every single day.
3: Mm-hmm. Second day
2: is like how to leverage their strengths. Sometimes right now they think like, you know, education can go a lot of different routes, but sometimes you are able to build a career from a passion that you have, working with your hands, drawing, being able to be in social, you know, you can, you can turn those abilities into something more than just having those abilities. You can actually build a career from that. The mm-hmm. third day we decided to talk about... Um, how to deal with failure. That failure is just a moment in time and it doesn't define you. On the contrary, you can learn a lot from it and adapt and continue to grow. The fourth one, and we're actually really passionate about this one, is uh, the power of social currency. That not everything that we do in life has to be... much more. And then the last one, we talk about how to leverage your network. How, to, how can you build those social skills to start a conversation with somebody you just barely met? Because that connection might lead you to another one and another one and another one. And it still shows that people get hired not by their total knowledge, but the relationship built with the person that is interviewing you or those relationships you build. So mm-hmm. teaching them that at a younger age, I think will go way farther because honestly, that help us build our, our, our company and be at the place that we are right now with Vibin and to be able to do this type of workshops that we dreamt when we first started to be able to do and now actually they're our reality. Well, I
3: honestly think too, like it goes far beyond the classroom, right? It's, it goes far beyond whatever any type of education goes and it's not to say, you know, not to talk bad about the school system but it's just skills that aren't being taught. Like we're not being taught to like learn and how to understand how to learn, right? And so these soft skills that Paul was talking, you know, were, were a bigger picture about developing their character and teaching them to be like their own leaders. So really, really like having an impact on how, you know, they can make that jump or that impact in their lives, so. Yeah,
1: yeah I think that's amazing. I, I was even just going to say that that's nothing that, like yeah, at school, we never got anything like that. Um, right? which is, is super important. So, and, and do you feel like the kids in that age group are really able to absorb that information and apply it in their lives?
2: You know, oh, oh, I mean, honestly, yes. I mean, it's been uh, the feedback that we got from the parents and the students on the end of the program. Uh, they didn't want it to end because it was not your regular like class. I mean, it was just really developing those social skills, like the group of kids that we had, We had a little over 40 kids, and they were all from different schools. At the end of the course for the week, they were all friends, and it didn't matter what school they were at, uh, what different grade they were at. They were all were able to communicate and talk and elaborate. I mean, we even had activities. They even had to act some scenes or something. So it was was super cool, and uh, you just see their imagination. And when they feel safe in an environment that, doesn't criticize and make them expand and be able to feel free and express themselves, that's where the really impact that our program made, I think, that we really believe that it really was different from other
1: camps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. I can see why teaching is also really rewarding. Was it, was there, so your company is all about, and the content that you guys put out is always very positive and uh you know encouraging us to think in a very positive way clearly you know reflecting your mission but was there ever a point in in building this company where you guys faced some kind of uh adversity which was which is particularly memorable and and how did you get through that together um which is i know like everyone goes through it especially as an entrepreneur but it's really interesting hearing those stories and how one kind of got out of that situation and and continue to persist
3: (laughs) well I mean it's it's I would say it's kind of tough to pick a particular moment I mean you know every we all have our ups and downs our twists and our turns our two steps forward and you know three steps back right it's we all go through like difficult times and I think I think to like really sum it up and like the difficult because like I mean you know, like, friendships are on the line, like, business is on the line, like, you know, obviously, when there's income coming in, like, there's difficulties revolved around that, and, you know, organization and time management, and it's a lot more difficult when there's two people involved, um, especially as, you know, like, you know, the business continues to grow, uh, and trying to scale, like, roles need to change the way things are done, need to change because it just requires that much higher level of like, you know, trying to make that, that same impact. And so for us, I think honestly, the one thing that I can say based off of all those things that have been difficult along the last like three years for Vibin, is to be completely honest and upfront. And, um, I think being able to speak and tell how you feel with one another, um, Cause it's really like a like a relationship, <laughs> like a marriage, <laughs> like a marriage. <laughs> but I think I think with with that like concrete foundation as like yeah. the 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 first pillar, like I think that like sets the stage for like getting through those difficult times
2: and overcoming them and figuring out like how you're gonna shift and pivot to be able to get to where you need to go. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like just adding on to a little bit of what Hector just said, is uh, it really is a, a, a relationship or that trust that has to exist because both of us have a ton of friends, a bunch, and I, I could not do this or we would not exist if it wasn't for him because the moment that we actually started collaborating and talking about, oh, we have this idea and all that stuff, probably all of my other friends would have laughed we're like, you're crazy. What the hell are you doing? And with Hector, no, it was completely different. When we talked, he was like, all right, cool. Like, what do you want to do? And how do you want to do it? And just building that relationship uh, more in depth than what we had. And I think one thing that everybody has told us from the beginning, since we started this, is never going to business with your friend, your family, mm-hmm. uh, be able to separate both. But I think what it really help, has helped us is having those difficult conversations with each other, but I'm not waiting for his comment or my comment to him in a negative way. We actually listen and we respond and we actually take conscience on what we've done ourselves wrong to be able to move forward. And I think that itself has been super um, honest and in some kind of way, like it is a marriage because without, <laughs> without, without having that trust, or that that uh, that be able to have that communication and being really honest with each other, we wouldn't be here after three years when we started. And, and continue to
0: go.
1: Yeah, of course. And and when when you did start, did you feel there was this gap? Um, the the service that you guys provide and what you are doing and doing these workshops with young kids. Did you? Feel that, or did you find that anybody else was doing something similar to what you wanted to do? And did that inspire you to start this offer? Was it more noticing that nothing like this exists? Ooh,
3: well, I mean, I mean, I mean, it, that's kind of difficult because when we started, I mean, when we started a year and a half into it, like it was just uh, creating content and creating the brand and like building that up. and we we did get the opportunity to work um, with a high school and to be able to talk about the different topics when we first started where we were talking about like motivation, education, etiquette, um, fashion, but in a sense of like, you know, how you dress for a job, uh, chivalry, um, gratitude, and the love of life. And so we created courses around them. And I mean, locally, I don't think there was a lot of, people or anybody doing what we were doing but we did have um connections within our same network you know from the alchemy tribe like like i know uh, now nah. olenka was doing stuff with kids and entrepreneurship and stuff and so ours wasn't really like focusing on the entrepreneurship side but we were really focusing on like those character development you know those leadership skills and eventually it evolved into this program that we had you know a couple of months
2: ago so Yeah, I think like locally, like Hector said, we really couldn't find anybody was kind of doing what we were doing. Mm -hmm. But all over the country, all over the world, you see these people that are doing this type of work that are really genuinely helping. And then you see the impact that they have. So I think our main goal was to be able to not replicate what they're doing, but really learn from what they've done to be able to grow and be better at what we do. Uh, Like you said, we started putting just positive quotes out uh like that like, and we did that and we still do that uh, up to the day. but our first year and a half like Hector said it was basically just that creating content then it continued to evolve and now we actually we're in a way different place where what we're doing just from creating content I mean we do works as we're kids we actually help local businesses in so many different ways so it just continued to evolve and you pivot and learn mm-hmm. but being able to get inspiration from other companies or other people that are doing kind of the same in social media with person, I think that will continue like to motivate us. And we don't see them as competition, we see them as inspiration.
1: Yeah. 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 For sure, for sure. And going off the back of what you said about social media, so social media, like there's a big glamorization, I, I think, of, of what entrepreneurship looks like and now what success <laughs> looks like. And suddenly everyone wants to do it, but I'm not sure if everyone really knows what it entails. And it's not just it's not just about putting out pretty content, right, at the end of the day. So, I mean, to, to those people who are really considering, you know, they have something on their mind, they want to turn that passion into uh, a, a business, what what advice from your experience would you give to them?
2: Well, surround yourself with people that are crazy like you, They want to start something. Because I remember when we started uh, saying everybody at – At the beginning, when we started, everybody was kind of like, how are you going to make money? How are you going to get paid? And we're like, no, we we didn't create Vibe, in for that, we just created this to help. And we did, I think, struggle for a little bit trying to make people understand what our purpose and our goal was until we realized that it's not for us to try to explain to everybody what we did, but people will come and understand what we do. And after three years, it's a 180 shift from the people that ask us those questions to now I'd be like, how can we help you? How can we be part of this? Mm -hmm. Uh, But the biggest advice that I can give them is if you really want this to work, you have to put in the time. Because even when we started, I mean, we still had our full-time jobs, family, girlfriend, I mean, everything. So we made time to be able to work and create and build our passion into something that was more just um, a quote site yeah mm-hmm. I think um,
3: to add on to that uh, <laughs> if it was easy everybody would be doing it right
1: yeah, <laughs> And we'll
3: find out like really quick and that <laughs> it's just it's hard it's really hard I mean sometimes I doubt myself, Uh, you know, sometimes we want to crawl up to go up into a ball and cry. (laughs) But I mean, I think it's, it's, you have to be willing to be in the trenches, to be in the dirt, like, and like process, 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 working, 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 like patience. Like you have to, you can't just be like posting all this content or say like, I'm going here, going there. Like you have to be like, you have to separate yourself from the noise and really like focus on what it is you're really trying to do and being extremely intentional and genuine and authentic with that thing that you're trying to accomplish, Um, whether it's a service or a product. And if you're willing to do the work and go through that, like, you know, I think what's really helped us out the most is that our perspective, our mindset has really, really given us, you know, that patience, I think, mm-hmm. along with, you know, those other things that I said. And I think those are the first things. And I think your network or the people, like your close circle of people around you that are going to pick you up and fall, like Paul said, I think is extremely important. Those, like, those two things, like the mindset around everything and the difficulty of what it is and the people around you. Well,
1: yeah.
3: I,
2: I agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and, and where do you see this now as a company what is the what is the goal in terms of is there a vision that you both have that you're going towards together or are you are you kind of figuring that out along the way I, I, which I think is okay but I I don't feel like the stress is ever on that everyone's always like you need to have a plan and it's like well sometimes you know we don't have a plan <laughs>
2: well uh, we we uh, can testify for that because when we started with vi I mean we I think we always had a goal to be able to grow and continue to do more than just putting up quotes. And now actually we're doing, we're actually working with kids and we're working with youth and we're doing our summer camps and we're actually helping businesses as well. So I, I think you always have to be open to the new opportunities that come along and see if uh, they are aligned with your vision and be able to grow and continue to do that. But um, man, I think like for us, one thing for me personally, I would love to have the vibrant Certified Camp to be worldwide, that I can actually go and we can actually help kids like everywhere. Because one thing that we tell kids is that being on social media or having social media doesn't make you social. Having likes, it's anybody can get likes. It's really those connections that you really make with those people that are in front of you that really can solve a problem like that, instead of like waiting for some people said this, or all that miscommunication. And I think to me personally, I would love to be able to grow the company, to be able to do this with youth all around the world. No, I agree. And to the same point of what you were saying, Anissa, is
3: sometimes we don't know what we're, like we're figuring it out as we go along, right? We're always in like, you know, develop, develop, reflection, like analyze, like, does this make sense? Like, and I think, you know, it's an ever evolving like plan Uh, to say that I have a five year plan or that we have a five year or a 10 year plan. Like we don't know what the market's going to look like a year from now, six months from now. Like it's, it'll continue to evolve depending on you know what really the market says. And so we can't say that we have this plan
1: yeah absolutely and with the kids because i think it's so interesting it's such a responsibility when you're working with kids but generally as a population you know we're seeing like an increase in in things like anxiety depression and all of these things right now do you feel like the kids when they come in are they are any of them sort of impacted by you know if we're looking at a societal trend of of these um I wouldn't say negative conditions, but all of these things happening, do you feel like they, they come in with that kind of mindset and then you really see a, a shift happen at the end of the, the time that you work with them? Or do you feel like they're, they're actually resistant to these other things that are going on? They're not so prone to developing it right now or where they're at? Depending on the age group, obviously, I know it depends on a lot of things.
2: Yeah, but no, I, we, I, we did see that impact between that when our program, our program is for a week, so four hours each each day, but like I said, like you said, like the first day, remember when they walk in, they were like all super shy, just hanging out with their friends, and because they knew a couple people here and there, and at the end of the program, everybody was sitting with everybody, there was like no groups, no clicks or anything like that, and that's a power to be able to communicate, to be able to understand that you have probably more things alike with somebody that you don't know than things that you don't like. And it's just like a misinterpretation of like how they feel and then how you feel. And I think we have more things in common than we know. It's just a matter to be able to communicate those things and be able to talk and elaborate through them. So I, I feel that we did have a, a good impact. I, I think I can say on, 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 those kids that came through our camp. Yeah. No, and I think,
3: I think all those same topics too, that you're mentioning you know with these, what they're going through it's like you know it's tough man it's tough it's tough like it's tough to be an adult It's tough to be a kid in the landscape that we are and um there's a lot of like social pressures uh pressures from your parents your family um society pressures and I think the biggest thing that when when they came into our camp is
1: mm-hmm.
3: is breaking that environment like creating that safe environment um, allowing like you know not just interactions but like real like connections and relationships and stuff and so when we were doing that um, one of the one of the days we had uh, we had different mentors come in throughout the camp and one of them was a certified yoga teacher um, she led a 15-minute meditation and um, wow. to see like the you know these seventh grade kids were which are bottled up on emotions and hormones and all kinds of stuff Uh, to come in, sit down on the floor, be extremely quiet and really try out meditation. Like it was to see that impact and that sense of calm and just like super Zen moment. Like I think they definitely took it away and we had certain kids approach us after the camp. ask them to for that guided meditation Mm -hmm. or the materials from that certified yoga teacher so it was really cool yeah really really
1: cool wow that's amazing and obviously when you're like i'm sure the stuff that you're teaching kids can really apply probably apply to adults as well so is there (laughs) is there anything that you can share with us that would be that would be really helpful to to anyone literally maybe small things that we can do every day um which would which would mean maybe greater peace of mind or whatever those things are um what would they be that maybe we can use as adults as well it's not just about as you know being kids
2: oh my god i mean personally like one thing that i learned how to how to do more lately is meditation yeah uh and it really like having that time for yourself to be able to analyze what happen or how you got your day or your planet to go that day it might not but having that part or that moment for you for yourself to go to relax it really has like uh, changed the way i perceive the day and then at the end one thing that is really like uh, hector always mentioned is like uh before you go to sleep just like write what you're grateful for and what happened to that day that you and can actually help you and realize that you didn't have that big bad day that you were thinking it was just maybe just a like little bit of, of time of your day so i think those two meditation and gratitude i think they're they're key to be able as an adult or any age to be able to feel fulfilled or relaxed
1: mm-hmm.
3: and i and i think it you know adding on to that because paul took away what i was going to say <laughs> i mean it's one of the few the very the, one of the few things that i do um, you know, for, for meditation, I mean, people think you need to sit on top of a mountain, you know, in a cave and, you know, cross-legged and, and, you know, but, you know, meditation can be whatever it is for anybody. Um, you know, whether you're going out on a run and clearing your mind or, you know, that's what you do for your alone time. And I think, the definition of that is just meditation can be whatever you want it to be. As long as you're dedicating time to yourself to either reflect, to clear the mind, to do all of the above. And, you know, it, it's whatever works for you, but you got to try different things. You got to try different things that give you that sense of calm. And, you know, there there's, you know, like apps like headspace or calm, or, or I mean, you can even hop on YouTube and just put in meditation. Like, yeah. I meditations. Like, We live in an amazing time right now where there's all these types of information and whatever topic you're interested, you can do a search on Google and you have a result in like 15 seconds or less. Yeah. Um, And then the gratitude is huge because you're going to bed with a clear mind, with a happy mind, like you're you're being grateful Mm -hmm. and you're letting go of whatever obstacles or problems from the day um and just you're you're getting rid of those but you're you're remembering the the gratitude and I remember like the you know the all the days of gratitude that you did yeah yeah I I mean I I tell I I don't know like you probably felt extremely different from when you first started to when you finished that yeah
1: definitely 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 it's a hard thing to do when you're having a hard day but then it just kind of takes takes all that hardship away from, for those few minutes essentially uh-huh. and it makes you realize there still is something to be grateful for. Yeah.
2: And I think the other thing is honestly like as an adult too is that you come to realize that every problem has a solution.
1: Yeah. I mean
2: it might not be in the moment when we want it but it will it will get fixed and it's just the effort and how you approach that problem and it doesn't matter what it is it it has a solution.
1: Yeah for sure for sure well guys it's been amazing having a chat i'm just going to wind down with a couple of more questions and then and then we'll be free to go but the meditation thing you know it seems to it's coming up now in every single episode because, yeah. and actually it was something which i was um, not in denial of but i was just not doing and so many people told me that it's something i should do including matt um, and then he's, he's got me reading this book, um, by Dr. Joe Despenza as well, and he encourages meditation. And so I'm also learning this, but other than, other than meditation, or it could be meditation for you. The one thing you do every day then for like your own peace of mind, would it be the meditation or is there something else that you also do as part of your routine? Last. Have fun.
2: Yeah. Honestly, laughter. <laughs> to me, honestly, laughter is is key. You have to laugh every single day. I mean,
3: yeah. it's
2: there's something genuinely like that is a it's powerful when you actually laugh out loud and you enjoy something. I think that to me is something that I cannot live without every single day.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I definitely be-
2: have to. I definitely have to agree with Paul on that.
3: Like, I, and I don't think it's laugh. I think it's just. It's happiness uh, you know, like don't ever sacrifice the happiness that you have, like I mean, and don't get it confused with like you know the hard work and and the process and stuff, and like you know being patient and like you know, oh if things don't work out my way, I'm not going to be happy, but I think it's it's ultimately true happiness is finding out what matters the most to you in your life and mm-hmm. making sure that it aligns with like your soul and your mind and your body and and keeping all those things in aligned like. And following that purpose of what your personal legend is, if I get into the alchemist. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I think it's it's really focusing on on what makes you happy. Like, cause you don't need a billion dollars to be happy. Like, you know, some people are perfectly fine, like, you know, doing what they do and not scaling and, and they live a very happy life. I mean, and and who's who's us to define like what's happiness for anybody? Like happiness and success is what you make it. And I think that's the most important for everybody to really decide on on, on what is really going to like make an impact in the life that they leave. So.
1: Yeah, for sure. And one thing that you can both say maybe about relationships then, because being an entrepreneur is really tough and you do need, I feel like, of course, if you have a support system. Um, whether it's a partner or whether you are in partnership with a great friend, um, it, it, it definitely must be, it, it definitely must help, you know, in the whole process of trying to achieve what you need to achieve. So, I mean, for people who might be in difficult relationships, or maybe they feel like, you know, their partner's not understanding when they're going through this growth phase. Mm-hmm. Is there any advice that you can give in regard to, in, in regard to the relationship or how important it is to have that, certain those certain relationships i guess the, the the right tribe with you on your journey
2: yeah leave those people no <laughs> <laughs> <Leanna>. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no i think uh, to me honestly is being honest being two things having communication and being honest i think those two are the keys that i think can help you in a marriage in a friendship in a business partnership and a business partnership and a friendship together, I really think that it's, uh, sometimes the conversations are really difficult, but it's rather hear it for a couple of minutes, analyze it, and then you know what? Yeah, I'm screwing up. I'm You know what we're going to do to fix this? Instead of letting it like bottle up and then it will come out and explode and you will not be able to focus on the thing that you could have fixed like months ago or years ago or days ago because it will come out with anger and you, it will be diluted between all that that uh, anger that you have through, towards that person. When it can be solved with a simple conversation, they might hurt for a little bit, but it is the best thing. And I think for us, again, I think it's going to help us be able to be here after three years. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think the, the biggest thing uh, to kind of
3: bring that all around is 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 kind of removing the ego you know, from the situation, uh, you know, whatever ego you may have toward, like, it's just completely like checking in at the door. I mean, and, you know, it will always be there, but it's having a relationship with it. But when you're, when you're talking to other people, it's to, you know, really lead with empathy and, you know, really try to understand where that other person's coming from, but definitely like checking the ego out the door uh, Mm -hmm. because that will destroy any relationship. Mm -hmm. whatever it may
1: be great great advice and last but not least um why do you love being an entrepreneur or entrepreneurs
2: (laughs) man i think uh i think the coolest part of this is uh being able to see your work grow i mean Mm -hmm. stepping back and one thing that i always do is like stop and look back and see like look we were here A year ago or six months ago, and look where we are now and what we're doing. I think that itself is so fulfilling because it just begins with an idea, right? Every entrepreneur has an idea or a dream, but it will not come to fruition if you don't work or put the time to it. And then when you stop and you look back after three years of working and or how many years you have on your company and your idea, and you see the work that it came to reality, I think that is. So gratifying. And then be able to get a paycheck of what your idea was. I mean, it's, better. I mean, it's just great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I okay. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think for me, it, it's, you know, the artist in me is like, you know, taking a blank canvas and creating something from nothing like that. I think that is so gratifying, like in building it every brick by brick, every step of the way um, and, and doing that. And I think like, looking back how Paul said because Paul was the one that taught me about reflecting and looking back because I'm always like okay forward 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 like keep moving forward um but definitely reflecting and you know the most satisfying thing of an entrepreneur is I think I'd like I know I've heard this like somewhere else and I don't know who like has said it but like I'd, I'd I would work a hundred hours for myself then work 40 hours for someone else, for someone else's dream. Like this is, this is our dream. And like, you know, we're the ones like directly responsible for it. So yeah, uh, that I think is the most gratifying
2: thing.
1: Amazing. Thank you to both of you for taking time out for this. I really appreciate it.
2: Thank you so
1: much. Thank you yeah no thank you so much for being part of unplug and i'll definitely be tagging you and if anyone wants to reach out and ask you any more questions they can do so and yeah i'd like to keep us updated with everything that's going on
2: thank you will do, we'll <laughs> no, do no, well. we definitely will <laughs> i mean it's been awesome so thank you for the opportunity to be and connecting here with you and uh, like we always say keep vibing
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys
2: thank you <laughs>
0: And that was the end of another episode on the Elevation series I'm super excited about next Sunday. Do stay tuned and for all updates regarding the podcast Unplug with Annie, do follow and like the page Unplug with Annie on Instagram and Facebook. We're now on 10 platforms including Spotify, Anchor and iTunes.